Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. What can we say about television? Television is television, right? It's entertainment. A lot of the time, it's sales. It's a lot of things, good and bad. But but one thing it usually isn't most of the time is loving. In the vast highways of programming since the first television hit popular consciousness in 1938, at least in in a public demonstration realm, there seems to only be a few rest stops along that televised highway that actually love you back. We did a show, for example, on Fred Rogers and Bob Ross, these two possibly being the most iconic examples of this. And it still does happen from time to time, no question. I'm not saying that it doesn't. For example, uh, DJ Lance Rock. When my son was a baby, that character played by Lance Robertson on the show Yo Gabba Gabba loved you back. It did the trick. But even this show, it ended in 2015. But in my world, there were two, I wouldn't say unsung because that's not fair, maybe less sung heroes who were out there who also championed the idea that children could receive love through watching television. If you're my age, you probably have seen it or heard of it at least. I hope so anyway. The show was called The New Zoo Review. And the two superheroes of increasing self-esteem among children were named Doug and Emmy Joe. When I was a little kid, I loved me some Doug and Emmy Joe. I watched the show. I remember I even owned the record of the show's songs, which I wish I still had among my collection, but I don't. And which, by the way, all those songs were written by Doug. And I'm not being sarcastic. And I'm not trying to be funny. The songs were really good. They were really, really good. Yeah, they're kids' songs. And they sound like kids' songs. But there was some artistry put into these kids' songs. Those of you who experienced televised hugs as part of Generation X can back me up. And you know what? I'm sorry, but kids need this. I can say Doug and Emmy Joe's songs oftentimes drowned out the sounds of the parental sparring matches in the other room. These two people taught me as a boy that having sensitive feelings was okay. I laughed when I was supposed to laugh, and yes, I felt love from my television. So here's my question. 
not including reruns of previous things that have been on television before. Do kids have this kind of thing now? I don't just mean educational. There's a a bunch of knockout shows out there that are educationally interesting. I'm talking about shows where arms grow out of the television and hug that kid. Television shows that hug you back. Does that still happen for children? So I did a little bit of research, and you know what made me laugh? I looked up online. Guess what the number one children's show is in 2023? Sesame Street. I watched that in the 70s when I was watching Doug and Emmy Joe. It's still there. God bless the Sesame Street. You got no complaints here. But guys, that show has aired for like 52 seasons. My question is, are there new shows with original songs sung and presented by living human beings that reassure toddlers and small children that they are good, that they're okay? And and, and are, are these human beings new and original. I'm not talking about like old shows, knockoffs of old shows or reruns. Because this to me is really important. The Motion Picture Association website said this. It says, just as we do with real life friends and family, in our minds, we subconsciously fill in the details of characters' lives that are missing. In other words, we feel like we know the people on TV when we bond with them. This may include episodes from their past, what they're thinking, or what they were up to when we weren't around, which only heightens their sense of realness to us. At the same time, for the duration of the story, we may get to know those characters more personally than we know some of our own loved ones. I think this is true of Mr. Rogers, of Bob Ross, of Doug and Emmy Joe and DJ Lance Rock, and not only for children, but sometimes for adults, too. Check out what the University of Florida said in this regard. It says, a new first-of-its-kind study at the University of Florida has revealed people create emotional attachments with fictional characters by making similar judgments about their personalities as they do with real-life people in their lives. It suggests that people do form parasocial relationships with these characters, and it's probably because they see more of their personality traits reflected in those characters, which means if they like that person, sometimes it's because of what they see in themselves. Bluntly, we're hurting these days. You know, it's hard not to. I'm imagining being a child now in a fully interneted world. Ugh. Learning things way too fast. You know, playing outside all day until the streetlights come on and drinking from the hose. Those days aren't really around anymore. It rarely exists. And the top 40 for their youth 
has half the words bleeped out when you hear the songs played on the radio. You guys know that I'm not a bleak guy if you listen to this show. I'm not a negative person, but let's be realistic. According to the American Psychological Association, approximately 40 to 50% of first marriages end in divorce. The divorce rate for second marriages is even higher with approximately 60 to 67% of second marriages ending in divorce. And what do we do with our kids if we're not careful? Because it's so easy to do. Well, kids are given devices to hypnotize them. <laughs> they're always on a tablet or always on somebody's phone. So, so even when they're in the same room, they don't have to bother the parent with running around making noise or, God forbid, actually talking to them. Right now, is it's prime real estate for parents to be more self-absorbed than ever if they're not careful. So where do these kids, if not necessarily at home, get told that they're great? that they're worth something? Where do they get emotionally held tight? Teachers try, but oftentimes even the best ones have to fight such an uphill battle that they're limited in what they can do, even with their hearts in the right place. And some parents, don't get me wrong, they're rock stars for sure. But for those kids, without those luxuries, these children buy and sell what they are sold on the internet, on television, unsupervised, and this can be devastating. This is what I say. I say we keep using the medium of television to help continue filling this void. It's so necessary. And I, for one, who, yes, had two parents that cared and stayed married, I still needed this. I still completely benefited from this having happened. Television was another parent to my generation. Gen Xers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Television helped to raise us. It just did. And while we can't relive the past, we can at least say thank you to those who were nice to us along the way even if they never met us because even if they don't know who we are or they didn't know our names or if they didn't even know we were out there watching guess what we were We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Doug and Emmy Joe playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Doug and Emmy Joe. And guess what? You know, usually what I do on these playlists are find cool songs that remind me of what we're talking about or are thematic. I just pulled from this man's arsenal of cool kid songs. 
So every song on this was written by Doug Mummery. You ready? Here's our 10 songs. Number one, sometimes think with your heart. Number two is try to forgive. Then we have L-O-V-E. Followed by the idea of peace. Then we have save it all. That's what they call the golden rule. Stay in school. Sometimes we look, take the time, and look to your heart. There you have it. That is our playlist for the week. Again, it's really easy to find on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Doug and Emmy Joe. Well, we would like to say thank you at this time to all those that listen to this program in all the countries all over the world and all the cities and towns in those countries. We don't take any of that for granted. I can't believe so many people love this, and I'm, and I'm so, so thankful for that. Um, one of the ways that people find out about this show is because of you and because of the fact that it's such a, a kind of a word of mouth grassroots thing. So thank you so much for spreading the word. You know, if, if you think that you know somebody who might be interested in this podcast, somebody who's a Gen Xer or somebody who was around them or influenced them in one way or another, someone who loves pop culture, someone who loves psychology, someone who doesn't mind laughing and maybe doesn't even mind crying every once in a while, someone who's not interested in being judged, but at the same time may want to think from time to time and could possibly use some companionship, let them know that we exist. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually help to improve your mood? That's a scientifically proven thing. Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. So if you're not really good with your plants, these containers actually help to water the plants for you. And they sell a variety of beautiful plants. But here's the thing. They're not just plant salesmen. <laughs> what they want is they want the concept to catch fire of taking your pet plant to go. Bring it with you. Put it in the cup holder in your car. Put it in your backpack where your drink usually goes. It's such a, a great icebreaker. Uh, they sent me one. I really, really think that it's a cool, cool thing. Check out their website. The name of the company is Leafy, and their website is leafve.com. There's a whole bunch of great videos on there to explain better what they're about than what I'm doing right now. Again, that's leafy.com, L-E-A-F-V-E.com. Another big friend of our show is Josh and all the cool people over at DesignCraft. They're at the forefront of the millwork industry in New York City, constantly innovating to meet your custom needs. Check out their work online. It's so worth it. Their website is designcraft.com, but it's spelled like this, D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T dot com. Listen, thank you for listening. 
We appreciate you very much. If you're interested in looking at our website, it's real simple. It's refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. Books that I've written and celebrity interviewing that I've done and t-shirts and merch for this show. You can find all that stuff there. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late. And it was written by my friend. Just talked to him last night, Mr. John Villafuerte. Well, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.